0: This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode number 127. Today, we are talking about March 2023 financials. Better late than never. I'm your host, Craig. Over there, he is Chris. How's it going, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's Good. uh, we, we took a break from the financials, Chris, because we wanted to do the episode last week, or, I guess a couple weeks ago, about hiring through Facebook. And so if people haven't listened to that, if you are somebody who uh, is in a position where you're going to be hiring drivers, definitely listen to that episode. It was a long one, with a ton of good info. So, there's my plug. I'll I,
1: I'll even make a little bit more of a plug oh, to okay. it. Um, we've had two trucks sitting for a while. One one of them one of them was sitting from um, the very beginning of March through the 18th of April. Oh. So almost a month and a half. Ouch. And then the other truck was sitting from the very beginning of April to the 18th of April. Um so, so m- another just a week couple and weeks. weeks. And a half, yeah. yeah. And uh, but we ended up getting two drivers at the same time, both of them from our Facebook ads well, there so you go. the proof that it
0: works uh so they these trucks were sitting not because of repairs or anything like no. that. they just didn't have
1: drivers one of them I'd, I'd mentioned i think in a in a previous episode a couple episodes ago, where the driver had gone to um he'd gone out of the country and decided to stay out of the country so we were like a, a <laughs> week and a half or so of his uh, vacation that turned permanent.
0: <laughs> I think that was an Aerosmith album. Yeah, actually. well,
1: yeah, it was, permanent a, vacation. Yeah, it so that's luck. that's what happened to us. And so he, so that's part of the reason it was sat for so long. Um, the other part is just, it just took us a while to kind of get the Facebook ads going again, and and then to kind of go through the whole hiring process. And we ended up finding two at the same time from the same ad campaign and um good to go
0: there you go Money so well we have spent. all
1: we have all of our trucks running again which is good feels really good um they've they've been going for about a week now cool. all all uh 10 of
0: them and i'm sure they're listening so don't screw it up no new we've guys got, yeah we've got yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited about
1: the new guys i think they're going to be good
0: yeah good yeah. that's awesome uh what else has been going on in your world before we get into the financials anything else you wanted to mention
1: um yeah, you know, everything's going fairly well, except for, I mean, the the freight market, you know, we can talk a little hmm. bit about that. It It's, it's tough right now. Yeah. And it, it has been tough for a little while. And, and we're going to see that a little bit in the numbers. We'll talk about it. And, you know, um,
0: Is this, let me ask you this, is this um, worse than normal for this time of year? Or is this kind of the normal uh, February, March doldrums? No, Uh, this
1: is this is worse than. I mean, it's more than just the the seasonal stuff. The seasonal stuff, yeah. It's it's the market in general. Um, I I think the economy is a little bit on the weaker side, and things have just slowed down. And you know, it, it, it gets kind of tempting to just kind of read through all the economic reports and everything that's going on there, and and you know, some of it's doom and gloom, some of it's not doom and gloom, and you can you can read those articles until your eyes explode (laughs) but in reality all these guys are doing is giving educated guesses and it's just one of those things just focus on what you can control and and work hard and you know things will things will typically work out it's uh i i don't know what's going to happen with the economy but i wouldn't be surprised if it kind of stays this way for a little bit longer and Mm. but i i'm pretty optimistic I, i think you know give it till october november of this year and it it'll start to turn around. Yeah. It, it can't last forever. We've already really. I mean, it's been a good year since things have kind of been on the decline. And and you know, how close to the bottom, or are we at the bottom, or what? Who who knows? But I, I guarantee you we're not too far away from it. I mean, it, it can't get much worse.
0: Wow. Okay. So that was a uh, that was a very optimistic way of delivering a terrible <laughs> pessimistic point, Chris. Yeah. Well, I, I the, I'm get.
1: naturally an optimistic person, so just. <laughs> Keep that in mind yeah, when, yeah, you, yeah. when you listen to what I have to say, but um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm always one of those people that, you know, I, I feel like I control my own destiny. And so, you know, that there's not too many things you can't solve by, yeah you know, hard work, sometimes a little bit of sacrifice or a combination of that and a few other things, but I will be fine. It's just, it's a matter of kind of just grinding through this.
0: Uh, Chris, I'm going to tell you a quick story that reminds me of uh, the time... I- The first time i ever had scotch before i drank it i i I looked up the reviews of this particular scotch online and uh there were two reviews right next to each other on this uh, site and one of them said tastes like a campfire one star (laughs) right underneath that it says tastes like a campfire five stars (laughs) it's all about your outlook right What what do you want anyway so uh now i'm gonna use that next time uh it's uh, hey, do you want the bad news or the good news first? And say, yeah, give me the bad news. Well, the bad news is it can't get any worse than this. And someone <laughs> says, well, what's the good news? It can't get any worse than this. That's you, Chris. Yeah, that. That is me. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, uh, like you said, maybe we'll have some more to say about the freight market as we go. Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll, in this episode we will, and and then I'm I'm actually going to a a conference in a couple of weeks that uh, th- there will be some economic news about the the transportation industry during that conference. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm always interested to hear what people have to say, so I'm I'm sure there'll be some things to share from that okay. as well.
0: All right, well, very good. Well, Chris, before we get into the topic proper, which is uh, last month's financials, I do want to remind everybody to go to hollandassetsllc.com to check out full show notes past episodes and to leave a comment on these episodes. You can also go to motorcarrierhq.com for the tools, the tips, Uh, The resources you need to make the leap, either from an employee driver to an owner-operator or from an owner-operator to a fleet manager, if that is your desire. We can help you out with all that stuff uh, at MotorCarrierHQ.com. Chris, shall we talk about some financials? Let's go through the numbers. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so March 2023, uh, top line, good or bad?
1: Good, but another tough month. So good. good here as he in, goes.
0: Here he goes again. It uh, can't get any worse than this. It,
1: good in that we didn't lose money. <laughs> oh, okay, but uh, we didn't make much either. Okay, but also we're moving in the right direction. There you go. We did a little bit better than we did in February, even with a truck
0: sitting. Even with for, a truck sitting.
1: Even with some other metrics that weren't as good in in March as they were in February, and and we'll kind of dive into that. There's there's some kind of interesting stuff that happened in. In March.
0: Okay, so at the beginning of this episode, you mentioned a couple trucks sitting. One of those was sitting for the entirety of March, mm-hmm. and so does that mean nine? Essentially, on the road?
1: they may have had a couple days worth of miles, but essentially,
0: okay. So. Uh, so nine on the road total is that correct? Yeah, that, that, that's, a good,
1: that's ah. a good. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it.
0: Okay. All right. So with that in mind, nine trucks on the road. How many miles run? What's our total there?
1: Ninety-nine thousand nine hundred. 92. <laughs> that was <laughs> so, so close. It's such a fun number. Yeah. yeah. Like eight, eight miles away from a hundred thousand miles. So, okay. Um, so not we, too we, bad. Yeah. If you're talking nine trucks, that's not too bad. You yeah. know, we, we do have 10 trucks. So 10 truck payments. Sure. You know, 10 trailer payments. It's a, so, you, you, you want to have all 10 on the road, but Obviously. you know, considering there were just nine, yeah, that's actually a pretty good number of miles.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, for averaging. Uh, as a reminder to those who maybe haven't been listening to, since the beginning of big oh man, Chris, I can talk. <laughs> I'm a professional. For those who haven't been listening since the beginning of the show, uh, we're looking for a minimum of 10,000 miles per month per truck, preferably up toward 12 if we can get it. Yeah. but 11 on average is a decent number. It is. Uh, so so that, we're happy with that.
1: And that's where we're at. 11,000 per nine trucks on the road. That's yeah. a, that's pretty good.
0: And how much of that was Deadhead?
1: 6,736.
0: Okay. So about 6%?
1: Little, yeah, almost 7, 6.7%. So okay. that's I mean, that's creeping up a little bit and that's kind of par for the course when you're in a tough freight market. You typically have to drive a little further to find To go get loads. The loads. Yeah. So it, it's... Um, it's moving in that's moving in the wrong direction. Sure,
0: sure. Uh all right. So with those ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-two miles. I don't even have to look. It's such a distinctive number. Uh, what then was the total revenue from all those trucks?
1: $201,659. Wow.
0: Okay. Those numbers are getting pretty big. Yeah, so that, Man, that's, that's actually, nice. I
1: mean, it's you know, it, it seems like a big number, but if you think about it you know I, I, again i do math in my head quite a bit and you think okay we essentially had 100,000 miles 201,000 and change um yeah that's pretty in revenue that's the, that makes the uh, all in rate per mile pretty easy to calculate
0: which would be $2.02 <laughs> that okay that number is a little rough. That number is really that's, rough. I, I remember when you were starting out on your own and and you were like, "I'm shooting for a buck eighty-five for my one yeah. little solo truck," um, but then once <laughs> once Hall and had started picking up steam and more trucks, we wanted that number to climb up quite a bit. so yeah. that's that is tough.
1: A lot a lot has changed since those days too. Like driver pay has gone up roughly twenty cents a mile. Oh wow! Um, so that's 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 big. So if you just look at that, you know, at two two dollars and two cents a mile today is more like the equivalent of a dollar eighty two, you know, four years ago when Holland Assets started.
0: You know, and fuels and higher too. I'm I'm no macro economist, which I know will shock a lot of people, but it's true. I'm not a macro economist, uh, but inflation's been a bit of a you know yeah. what the last couple of years, and so. It actually probably is closer to a buck eighty-five when yeah, we're talking about two hundred two. In
1: fact, I would say a buck eighty-five four years ago was probably better than than two hundred two today. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. and and I just kind of looked it up out of curiosity. I mean, guess when the last time we had a rate
0: that this bad? Low. Yeah. Uh, let's. What? What are we in March of twenty twenty-three? So twenty twenty-one, early twenty-one,
1: uh, early twenty twenty-two. Or early 2020 when COVID hit. Oh wow! Okay, that, it's been that long. So the, the right at the onset of COVID, when things kind of shut down,
0: was the last time we had a um, rate per mile in that range. Okay, and despite all of this, you said that uh, Holland Assets did make some money. Not a lot, but a little. What was the profit for it was, this uh, month? Was nine thousand
1: eight hundred forty-eight dollars and fifty-five cents.
0: Nine. Okay. So just round, 10, rounding up, bucks. call it 10. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's actually, I mean, it's about $2,500 more than we did last month. Mm-hmm. Um. So that, I mean, that's, that's better obviously, but and in considering the rate per mile that we got this, this last in March, that's actually, I'm, I'm actually pleasantly surprised that we turned a profit even with that, uh, that low of a rate per mile.
0: It was there a load or two from February that kind of hit the books in March and boosted those numbers a little bit, uh, despite the miles run? I, right?
1: I didn't see like a, a big difference in that. I mean, there's there's some months when that catches my eye, but it didn't this month. Okay. All so right. I, I think it's I think it's as far as that goes is a, a pretty realistic, accurate number.
0: So with all this in mind, what has been the story then that we want to pull out of this? Uh, what, what's been going on this this month with how you guys are able to turn at least a meager profit uh, even with numbers like
1: but this. I think the difference maker absolutely is the the direct relationships we've been able to get with some shippers. Mm. If it wasn't for that, if we were trying to survive solely off the spot market, we'd be in You'd be screwed. Yeah, we'd be in a world of hurt. It'd, it'd be tough. Um, I, I think right now um, owner operators might be able to make it Operating only on the spot market, they typically have lower overhead. They can work a little bit more efficient. Um, there, there's some synergies that they get just by being an owner-operator. But I, I would be shocked if somebody running a fleet, um, you know, when I say fleet, e- e- even even a, a one-truck operation that has an employee driver, right? Like I, I, as soon
0: as you start splitting up that revenue,
1: yeah, splitting up the revenue, and um, I, I, it'd be tough in this market to survive on the spot market.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else uh, do we want to pull out from the numbers here? We haven't uh, dipped into the P&L yet. Any specific numbers you want to mention? I I have to imagine that when we talk about things like repairs and maintenance, that's got to be a little lower than normal. If you're able to turn a profit with a 202. You'd Uh, be
1: surprised actually not. Let's let's just jump into the P&L and talk a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Where do you want to start?
1: so. Start right kind of at the top, working our way down. If you if you haven't already gone to the show notes to pull it up, you can go in the show notes and the profit and loss statements right there. Um, one of the first expenses is damages. Mm, sure. Um, and, and there's $8,300 in damages. And most of that is actually not technically damages, but I put it in this category anyway. It's the egg incident.
0: Oh, yes. You re- <laughs> referenced that last time. Yeah,
1: well, And we'll <laughs> probably be talking about the egg incident for... At least another month because <laughs> this isn't fleshing it all out. This is just a, a little bit and piece of it.
0: This was uh, to remind those uh, who didn't listen last week. This was an improperly loaded uh, bunch of pallets of eggs. Yeah, And uh, the driver had to slam on her brakes at some point, had to. This was not yeah. a mistake on her part. She had to, and it just crushed yeah. several pallets of eggs.
1: So so most of that damages is from the cross dock fee and the cleaning fee um how much how much did it cost to clean eggs out of one trailer it was about 1500 bucks and but that wasn't just the trailer it was cleaning out the trailer it was also um extra dumpsters cleaning out the um the loading dock area inside the the warehouse and outside the warehouse because if if you haven't been on social media and seen like the reefers have drains in in (laughs) each corner yeah yeah. It drained onto the,
0: onto their property, onto
1: their property. And so it was just cleaning all that stuff out was, yeah, it was about 1500 bucks. That's brutal. It was a mess.
0: <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. I loved the pictures I did see. Um, okay. So, so there were some expenses there then there,
1: there were, and that's not the end of it. No, We'll, we'll probably, I'm we'll not probably, well, probably cause it, <laughs> it could happen in April or May at some point in April or May, there's going
0: to be another expense with it oh is this something that you've told me about or not just with
1: the claim because there's i mean there's damaged cargo so there's going to be a card whether we do an insurance claim or we pay for it out of our pocket we don't know that yet Mm. that'll determine how much or you know what we have to pay there and whether that falls and ends up falling in april or in may um it's gonna there's gonna be more
0: yeah okay uh, all right. Well, let's talk about some other expenses then, Chris. Um, fuel expenses is one that we want to talk about and remind us what the percentage is of revenue that we're shooting for, and then tell us what we got this month.
1: So we're usually trying to get somewhere around, you know, in our best months, we've been in the 25% range, you know, 25% of the fuel expense toward versus revenue. Um, the last Several months and even a year, we've, I think we've seen numbers, if I remember right off the top of my head, in the um, 40% range, even a little over 40%. This month it was 32.9%, which is, it's not as bad as it has been, definitely not as good as that's kind of somewhere middle of the road. But uh, needless to say, I, you know, when you look at our profits and kind of the tough things that trucking companies are experiencing right now fuel, the fuel cost is not the primary culprit. Mm. I mean, it's a contributing factor, but I wouldn't even say it's, it's more the rate we're getting paid, not as much the expenses that we're incurring. Okay. That are causing the problems.
0: And there's, and and that's one of those things, like you said earlier, control what you can control. And so you guys have been trying to bring down those fuel costs and luckily, you know, with the help of uh, just lower fuel costs, generally that is working out. What you can't control is uh, kind of what you're going to get paid per load. At least, not to any great extent. You can't.
1: You can control it some by going after direct shipper relationships and some other things. But as far as the generality of the market, the market's suppressed right now like that, you can't control. Okay. So you know what you're getting on the spot market that fluctuates a lot more, and um, it, it is beholden to the economy and the 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 actual market a lot more than your direct relationships with shippers. They, you know, they, they usually stay a little bit more consistent because they want to keep you as a, as a business partner. And, and so you're like, when you're, working directly with shippers, you're usually not going to see the high highs or the low lows. Right. You're going to see a little bit more consistency, which typically for business is a good thing.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you want predictability. You want absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so let's see what else. We talked about maintenance and repairs. Um, anything else you want to pull out from those?
1: So specifically with maintenance, maintenance was pretty high this month. It was about 7200 bucks. Most of it was tires. Really? Just kind of timing with things. There were a lot of tires that got replaced. Okay. Um, in in march
0: what's the mileage on a trailer tire like that
1: um they they say two to three hundred thousand on on like a a brand new drive tire steer tire you know trailer tires are are, they're all different but i i think if you can get two hundred thousand
0: you're pretty lucky you're doing pretty good (laughs) so do you guys that's way better than what you get in a car like why can't (laughs) they make car tires to don't get me started chris don't get me started uh (laughs) i I did want to ask you do you guys operate pretty conservatively when it comes to your tires uh, or are you driving those things till the last second wait until oh they're gonna shred in the it, next five miles it, it kind of
1: depends if it's a trailer we'll we'll push the the envelope a little bit more mm-hmm. we we don't want to get to the point where we're like hey this thing's gonna blow because the last thing you want to do is repair one on the road right so w- when we're at home you know and, and it's kind of that to that point where you know hey well we're we're not To the point where we're just gonna say hey take it back out on the road and if it blows it blows like if we think it's getting to that point we'll replace it if it's a drive tire um we won't be nearly as like we'll typically replace that a lot sooner especially if we're going into the winter Mm. yeah Um, but then a steer tire you just don't even want to mess with the steer tires if you blow a steer tire um you're screwed yeah it it's not a good thing you don't want to blow a steer tire on the when when you're Barreling down the freeway,
0: <laughs> and that goes for cars too, Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, oh, and the repairs. Uh, let's pull that number out a little yeah. bit.
1: So there, there was a about twenty five hundred bucks. A, a lot of that was actually some stuff that we we're doing on truck one to try to get it ready to sell. Oh. Okay. And, and actually, it is ready to sell now. So if there's anybody out there that's looking for a gently used million mile truck it <laughs> does have a new engine in it that's oh, only that's got right. about 300 000 miles on it um reach out to me
0: well, yeah, okay and yeah. it's yeah i mean we did a whole episode on used versus new trucks yeah uh used trucks have got their place chris so yeah they if do. there's anybody looking to make that leap now might be a good time yeah. hint hint nudge nudge wink <laughs> wink um all right so what else from the p l do you want to talk about
1: um that that was it there there were a few expenses i think in in the tools and equipment category um you know the the washout um, there there was a few things getting truck one ready to sell in there too
0: okay all right well good so what's the overall story then from this month uh, that you would tell people about do you want to talk about the freight market
1: I, I would just say, I think we've talked enough about the freight market. I, I would just say overall, obviously, again, it's not another great month, mm. but I, I would also say that bleeding's slow. Like we're not, uh, not going to bleed out anytime soon. Um, and, and so I'm not overly worried. Uh, it, it's one of those things, again, we talked a little bit about that analogy that, that Chet likes to talk about quite a bit of, you know, you've got to have your, your uh, hook in the water or you're not going to catch a fish. And, you know, that's kind of the way we're looking at it right now is we got to keep our hook in the water. So when the market turns and and things get good, we can take advantage of that.
0: There you go. All right, Chris. Well, those are the numbers for March 2023 and the story that goes along with them. Guess what, Chris? We've got an impact tip for today. Oh, did we do. Did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, we did. You've,
1: this is the second one you're just coming up with all by yourself. No, I no,
0: I'm not. I'm not because we skipped it. Last oh yeah, episode. That's why I forgot about so that. So I pulled out Look the at old you go. Hey, this is yeah. why this is why you Keeping pay. Keep me, me honest. I appreciate it. This yeah. is why you pay me the bucks. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, let's talk turning on your lantern, Chris. Do you remember what you I, wanted I, to say about this? I do. Yeah. Um, what I, does it mean to turn on your lantern?
1: Uh, it basically means, you know, kind of be a, a bright, optimistic, good person to work with right? If, if, you, if you're not kind of emulating light around you and you've kind of got a, a, whether it's a dark personality or a dark side, nobody's going to want to work with you. Like be positive, be optimistic, you know, kind of be a, a good example to those around you. And, and that makes it so people are more likely to do business with you. People like to do business with people that are easy to work with, good to deal with, and, and pleasant to be around. What does did that I, have? Did to do I with, catch it
0: all? What does that have to do with lanterns?
1: Um, so so okay, there there you go, and I think I've got it now. Forgot so the analogy. I forgot the analogy. <laughs> so the the analogy is if if you think about it, um, have you ever tried to catch bugs? Uh, you know, I'm a normal,
0: not like gross a, person. So, so uh,
1: when you were a kid, maybe. Oh, okay, you sure. Know, if you're a kid, you're out there <laughs> trying to catch bugs. Bugs are can be really hard to catch, you know, especially the ones that fly around. But um if you think about it, when you you know, like when you go camping or you do something, you have a lantern, what does that lantern do?
0: It brings all the bugs.
1: It attracts bugs. And and it's kind of the same thing. You turn that light on, that positive aura, and that has a tendency to track attract people, and those people will want to work with you and do business with you. If you uh if you don't have that kind of bright personality or you don't even bright personality might might not be the best way to put it, but if you're not pleasant to be around, you're not going to attract people and people aren't going to want to do business with you. And it, it just makes things that much harder.
0: There you go. All right. Well, I, I'll test your 20 year old pop music uh, chops. Uh, I'm going to fail by, by saying my lantern brings all the bugs to the yard. Uh, yeah. N- no, nothing. Shh, yeah, okay. Blanks. I'm, A bunch of people listening in their trucks right now just groaned audibly. Uh, So, for those of you who did, you're welcome. That's why I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh, and we're glad that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Head to Holland Assets LLC and to motorcarrierhq.com. Chris? That was
1: fun. Thanks for putting me on the spot. That the. I had to, yeah I, that was two weeks ago that i was thinking about it's, that so I, i'm I, testing your old band memory you did, here. You did. I, I did okay reasonably
0: well Oh, i'd say you did just fine all right <laughs> uh oh and i also wanted to mention to everybody uh facebook you can comment there find the pictures of the eggs and all that stuff uh but you can also rate us wherever you listen a five-star review with uh or a five-star rating with a review goes a long long way uh, even if it's just a few words, uh, we would really, really appreciate hearing from you guys there. It helps the show a lot. Chris, I will see you in a couple weeks. See you then. Thanks, Craig. <laughs>